Hello, and welcome to the Preserve and Illuminate podcast, where my dad, Nick Benson, and Justin Moss talk about being salt and light in a bland and dark world. All right, welcome back to the Preserve and Illuminate podcast. I'm here with my brother, Nick Benson. What's up? I'm Nicholas. What's up, Justin? I'm Justin Moss. And here at the Preserve and Illuminate podcast, we want to be salt and light in a bland and dark world. Uh, and today, uh, we are 76 episodes old, mm. so congratulations, Nick. Thank you. Yeah, past a quarter of a century. <laughs> I know, huh? 76. Yeah. It's funny that episode 76 and what topic we're going to talk about. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I just put that two together right yeah. now, actually, when you Same said that. here. I'm like, wow. Yeah. All right. So our topic, because I know you're wondering, <laughs> is going to be, um, it's titled Religious Freedom um, I'm sure we'll have uh, discussions about freedom itself. Um, you know, don't get caught up in that word religious, uh, but there's some intention intentionality here that we titled it religious freedom hmm. um, because it is all based on faith, not a religion. Right. And uh, you guys should know that by now. <laughs> and if you don't, you better ask somebody like, like Jesus. <laughs> Ask somebody. Oh, you better ask somebody. But um, you know, with that, with that title in mind, we want to thank you for for joining us for this episode. Um, you know, on whatever platform that you're watching, you know, it'd be cool if you can give us a review and a, and a and a like. And also, you know, share it with anybody that you think would, would would like to hear it. You know, the purpose for us to get together on this podcast is just to share what the Lord puts on our hearts mm-hmm. uh and then hopefully that it ministers to people. And if that's the case, then uh, we do ask that you would share it. And if it isn't, Thanks for stopping by. <laughs> Thanks for stopping by. <laughs> Thanks for stopping by. All right. So, Nicholas, religious freedom, what do you got? Um, I'm actually really, like, excited to talk about this topic because it's something that's been um, playing, like, kind of replaying in my heart over and over for probably the past few months is, is how, um, you know, just, like, with the passing of my, my grandfather, he was... He was a, you know, a serviceman. He was in the Navy. He mm-hmm. retired from the Navy. Uh, his parents, grandparents, they were all uh, servicemen of some sort. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, the patriotic side does run in my family, but I never, I never really thought of myself as like a patriotic uh, person. Mm-hmm. Um, I did respect what my grandfather and my, you know, my ancestors have done and, and even what the the founding fathers have done in our country and what they've um, blessed us with and how they did so. Um, I always kind of took it for granted almost because Mm -hmm. it was like an out of sight, out of mind thing. It was just already there and I didn't have to do anything for it. So I would find myself not caring about certain situations or not really investing any time or effort into finding out what things meant. Didn't, you know, and I'm being completely honest here, like even after turning 18, didn't vote, you know, didn't, Mm -hmm. didn't, I didn't uh, feel a a calling or a drive to serve the country. I came up in a time where um, in my generation, it was more of like an anti-government thing. Like it was cooler to be like, anarchy and it was cooler to um not agree with what the government was doing so it's kind of crazy that now you know so many years later that mainstream media 
And uh, a lot of society seems to agree with what the government's doing and kind of like waiting for the government to tell them what to do. Mm -hmm. So I was like, I was kind of tripping on that. And I've been kind of tripping on Mm -hmm. that. Like, hey, man, that's crazy that the when I grew up, it was like anti-government. And then now, like everyone looks to the government for these answers where I'm like, what in the world happened? Like, why did that change? And and, you know, when you start to actually look at it, you see that for many years you know you can say 10 but it's been more than that it's been you know for many years there's been a a layer by layer uh peeling off of what this country was based and built on and now it's gotten to a point where it's the opposite of what the country was based on Mm -hmm. because the you know the the people that came to this country were fleeing from persecution of a of a of a of a king of a monarchy that said mm-hmm. that you have to do what they say, yeah. aka the government yeah. saying you have to do what they say, even to the fact that they made, you know, acts and treaties that said that if you don't agree with them, that the king is above church and God, that mm-hmm. you deserve to die even. Yeah. And they were martyring. Punishable people. by They're, death. Pun- yeah, exactly. Yeah. People were losing their head. People were losing, you know, uh, being burnt at the stake, etc. Um, So they fled that. And came to a free world and created and fought for a country to create uh, to to be built off of God's moral, um, you know, God's worldview, like a biblical mm-hmm. worldview and a, a biblical principle and moral, and and base everything off of what God's said in the Bible and kind of built it how, you know, you, if you look at like the way Moses ran Israel or the, you know out of Egypt and kind of governed mm-hmm. and ran them, it's pretty much what the founding fathers did here on this land. They had the same mentality and same thought process, looking to God for all things, running off of the Ten Commandments, mm-hmm. basing all that that moral off of that compass and that worldview. So they did so much for us and set so much up for us. By the time it got to my generation, um, there was no care about it. It was just, you didn't want to learn about it. You just had to do it in school and kept it moving. So now, you know, fast forward all these years, there's been even less teaching about it. It's actually become like anti-teachable. Like you can't even te- like you can't even take history as like an, a main course in like a college anymore because now it's like an elective. You know, it's not even a thing you need anymore to get any kind of degree because they want to make history irrelevant because mm-hmm. they want to you know, redo it basically. And they are. So for me, the you know for freedom in general i'm sure we will go into like a you know definition and 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 some scripture that backs uh, our freedom and i feel like that freedom in christ and the freedom that we have and experience is what those founding fathers also believed in and created um documents and and a constitution based on those fundamentals and those rights and and uh passed them down and it's foul on us foul on our previous generations to take those for granted and to not pass it down so when i looked up you know religious freedom in general just like what what is what is what does google say what does google say religious freedom would be because i'm I'm curious what that would you know uh what the world would define a religious freedom is and it said uh religious freedom is a fundamental human right and the first among rights guaranteed by the United States Constitution. It is the right to think, express, and act upon what you deeply believe according to the dictates of conscience. Hmm. So I was like, oh, that's, a, that's actually a really good definition of what religious freedom is. Too bad 
our country doesn't believe in that right now. Mm-hmm. It's it's you can believe what you want as long as it matches what we're saying you can believe. It's no longer an actual like your right to think, express and act upon what you deeply believe. And granted, we're not like f- fully persecuted at this moment, um, but it feels like a lot of the culture wants to go to that route because we are so specific in what we believe as far as there's one way to heaven. Mm-hmm. So our religious freedom has kind of been tainted over the years because we uh, we've gone PC, you know, politically correct. And we've gone to a, a point of watering things down so we don't hurt people's feelings instead of actually standing on like a truth of, yeah, the reason we have a freedom of anything is because God gave it to us mm-hmm. first and foremost. So if you forget that and you overlook that, we start putting ourselves or something in front of the reason we have that freedom. Which is a spiritual eclipse. Amen. Spiritually speaking. Right. Right. Which is where our freedom comes from. Yet when you were talking about like how your generation and then my generation, which were two separate generations, Nick. Mine was way cooler. <laughs> wow. <laughs> um yours like magic. Mine like Jordan. I mean we were team players and you guys weren't. We could keep going. <laughs> can't even deny that. You can't. Uh, you cannot. You yeah. cannot. I mean, he punched Steve Kerr in the face of practice. Yeah. What he gets for not listening. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to the goat, man. I'm just saying now, now Nick has actually proven, yeah. you know, the whole government Yourself, thing that yeah. he's just saying right now. Yeah. <laughs> Do what you're told. I'll punch you in the Shame face. Shame on me. <laughs> Forgive me, Lord. <laughs> Forgive me, Lord. <laughs> um, but I was, the, re- the reason I was thinking uh, about what you said when we were younger is that is there is there something to be said about our rebellion leading to understanding what was right because we didn't want mm-hmm. to do what was wrong mm-hmm. in our own eyes where now it's kind of just like a, a a herd where everybody's just following now you're not even having individual thoughts where i don't agree with that i don't like this and then you begin to form your own thoughts mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Or is it that, you know, you're just following what everybody says, mm-hmm. you know, you say to do this, I do this. Right. You know what I mean? And I think, I think that has some, some, some to do with it. I'm not going to get too deep in this, I promise. But <laughs> if you look at like the baby boomer generation, a lot of the, 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 the people that were, you know, hippies or even grew up in that generation, they had such an impact on our country mm-hmm. and, and the foundations of our country on so many facets that again, I won't get into, but if you look at what that generation did, a lot of it had to do with how they rebelled mm-hmm. against the government, mm-hmm. right? A lot of it had to do with that. Mm-hmm. But a lot of those people were all uh, in the Jesus movement mm-hmm. at the same time. Right. There was some enlightenment that happened and a willingness to understand that you shouldn't be, you shouldn't believe everything that you're fed. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think that has a lot to do with it, especially when, when we're, when we're young. Right. And if we, and and you mentioned how our country was, was founded and the, and the religious persecution that they were facing, that they came here to make sure that everything was free. Mm -hmm. Um, it's something that, um, I don't know. I don't say this lightly by any means, but we are absolutely trampling on right now. You know, we are, we are, we are ruining what everybody in the world wishes they had. For sure. We're, we're just, we're, we're, we're decimating it. And it's in not. In order to get what they have. 
and not even that it's, it's an order to it's an order to get like the, the 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 smallest silliest things it's not even other people have more than what we're chasing right now mm. and you know the foundations and the protection of god over our country was because we were one nation under god right. like that it, that in itself is is why you know our country has done so good you know since its inception but they made it a point to make sure that they prayed before meetings were held mm -hmm. to create what we know as our constitution the declaration of independence like each of these the bill of rights each of these things that were created like they prayed before they 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 quoted scripture they they studied the bible this right. was stuff that you know was the 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 founding fathers foundation i i know somebody's going to say that Oh, well, they were bad people. They kept slaves. You know, you have to realize that that you can't go in a time in the past and not see that people were keeping slaves. Additionally, be very careful about what you call slaves and, and pray about what you're in bondage to yourself as well. Right. You know, we we're, we're, we're <laughs> slaves to sin more so than slaves to humans. So, right. you know, be, be mindful of that. But the point I want to make is that the foundations of our country were on the notion that we would be one nation under God. And that's something that, you know, we're, we're so, we're so far from, mm -hmm. but to actually understand what freedom is, we have to look at where freedom comes from. Mm -hmm. Cause you know, I was, I was kind of, you know, ruminating on this this morning because we could be, we could be free as a nation. We could, we could do whatever we want, but if we're not saved, mm -hmm. we're not free from hell. So you are never free mm -hmm. until you have Jesus. Amen. You're never free mm -hmm. because there is there is condemnation coming your way and you're going straight to hell. Mm -hmm. And I know that sounds very matter of fact, but it's the truth. Mm -hmm. So if you don't have Jesus, you are not free. Mm -hmm. So I, I kind of what your circumstances it doesn't matter. Yeah. Regardless. Right. You, you, you could be Elon Musk, Jeff Bezos. You yeah. know, you could be all these guys that, that, that are free to do whatever they want. They could travel the world. They can go to space if they want. Mm -hmm. They're still going to hell if they don't have Jesus. Right. They are not free. Yeah, so body still ends. Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> so, um, I wanted to define the word, just the word free. Cause when I was looking in the concordance, uh, because it's King James only the word freedom only came up twice. Um, I think it was Le Leviticus and Acts or something like that. It was, it was new Testament, old Testament, only two verses, but the word free was a little bit more interesting. Obviously a lot, it came up a lot more. Um, but I want to define it as the world uh, defines it, and then I want to define it as the concordance in the Bible defines it. And I'll tell you right now, the concordance that I use is the Thayer lexicon. Hmm. Um, so um, the world defines free as not under control or in the power of another. Get this, able to act or be done as one wishes, right? Uh, no longer, not or no longer uh, confined or imprisoned uh, without cost or payment. And then uh, release from captivity, confinement, or slavery. So you could see that that word free kind of has a couple of, of, of different looks. But more so, and this is what's important, is application. Because mm -hmm. right? that word free can be abused. Mm -hmm. Right? Like, yeah. like if you think about it, when we were kids and somebody left that bowl of candy out for Halloween, mm -hmm. that thing was getting, yeah. it was getting gut. Community. That's it. Right. So very few people went up and said, oh, take one. So they took one. Everybody else is like looking around left to right. You know what I mean? A handful right in the bag. 
And then you told your friends, hey, that house over there has a bowl of candy in front of it. Go help yourself. <laughs> right? Free, free, that word free is 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 definitely, you know, abused, but it's also been marketed to us as an attraction mm-hmm. where, you know, buy one, get one free. Right. Right. Yeah. Or buy one, get one 50% off. Right. That word free has just been abused. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we think of it in terms of what we could get not what we're free from mm-hmm. yeah right yeah the free is a take free is a take yeah very well yeah i like i like the way you put that free is a take right um but you know when we look at the Thayer lexicon we see to make free mm. set at liberty from the dominion of sin that's when you're free when you have been freed and wiped clean of your sin then you are free mm. if there's any portion of sin unrepented or unforgiven you are not free right and if you again if you don't have jesus in your life i'm telling you right now you don't have freedom mm. you're a slave <laughs> amen and that's uh, i'm actually glad you had definitions there because i was actually banking on that i was kind of hoping you were banking on <laughs> I it like, I, I hope justin defined one of these words because i didn't um <laughs> uh, but it is you know, we're, we, you know, the, the saying goes like, you, you know, you give an inch, they take a mile. Mm-hmm. And that's true because that's our human nature. So mm-hmm. it's like we, we are, you know, I made the joke a few episodes ago that we're habitual line steppers. So we always, <laughs> right? like we always want to like see how far we can extend stuff. And our freedom, it, it, you know, we, we tend to use that as the barometer of what we can get away with. Because if we don't get caught, we think we're free to do it. Mm. Because we've, even though we've, you know, broken the law or changed it or justified it or whatever, we're still not free to necessarily do what we want. We have a free will, but there is consequences for decisions and actions. Mm. So if we decide to go against everything that the country was built and based on, there will be consequences. If you know, Dave, I can't remember exactly who was saying it, but there was, there was like a, I think it was George Bush, like uh, one of the president, one of the Bush presidents uh, wrote a book on the, the compare and contrast between American presidents that backed Israel and American presidents that didn't back Israel. I'm going to go out on a limb here and say it was the senior Bush. Right, I think it was. I didn't uh, say W. Yeah, I think uh, it was like think, a, the original George I think Bush. W was. Yeah, not able to write a book. <laughs> Armadillo. Armadillo. Uh, <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> we uh, but I thought that was kind of crazy that there are so many instances that our our government didn't back Israel, and there was like a consequence for it. And it was kind of trippy because I was like, why would that be? And it's actually the Bible. There's like a there's actually a a, a curse. You know, you bless mm. those that bless you mm. and curse those that curse you. And the the translation of that second curse is like a destruction curse. It's not mm. like a you know, a voodoo type curse. It's a, you know, if you are cursing me, God, then you will be destroyed, judged, Mm -hmm. you know, judged and destroyed. So knowing that, like us knowing that we have like that freedom of like, okay, I know I'm free in Christ, but that doesn't mean I'm free to just do whatever I please or want or say, or run everything based on like an emotional feeling Mm -hmm. where a lot of everyone is and and they get caught up in that because we let our feelings kind of you know if it's 
if it's feeling before fact, it'll never be right. It has to be a fact before feeling, mm-hmm. you know, and that's just, that's the the order it has to be filtered through because if you don't set it on a truth and you let the feeling get a hold of it, you can mm-hmm. just come up with anything really. Yeah. Yeah. And there's only one emotion that matters or feeling I should say, and that's love. If it's yeah. not love, then it can't stay. Yeah. Um, but I, as you were saying, um, about the blessings of, of, of taking care of Israel really is what it, is what it boils down to. Mm-hmm. Um, you think about how our nation was doing and being taken care of like during Trump's administration, because he made it a point, right? He made it a point. Yeah. He made it a point, um, to recognize, you know, where our, uh, our embassy was going to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You yeah, know what I mean? Like a, a move immediately. Immediately. Yeah. And then, it was it, it, the reason I say it's interesting is because like he was very intentional and even took some flack for it before and after even after it was done like it's a done deal there's nothing you can do about it like people were still kind of upset and and caught up in their what you said feelings mm-hmm. right but there was a blessing of our nation um, bigger than a feeling and I never put those two I never put those two together that, yeah. that's 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 I like that but. Also, you know, you mentioned about those about those feelings and about being free. Freedom, freedom isn't something like that you can um, you can control um, because it wasn't given. It, it's not yours to give out. It was given to you. It's a gift. Yeah, it's for a, sure, absolutely. And when when we look at when we look at how how most people in the flesh define freedom like you said earlier, it's a, it's a take, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But if you understand, you know, where that freedom actually comes from, because our time on earth is nothing compared to eternity. So if you talk about being free, um, then you have to use that context and say, well, it's not about the, you know, whatever period of time that we have on earth, but it should be in, indefinite. Mm. And there's only one thing that, mm. you know, that conquered death and that's Jesus. Right. And there's only one thing that's going to give you freedom past death. Mm. And that's Jesus. In Galatians uh, chapter five, uh, verse one, uh, I want to. Re- I'm going to read verse one, and then I'm going to go to to thirteen. Okay, it says, "Stand fast, therefore, in the liberty by which Christ has made us free, and do not be entangled again with a yoke of bondage." There's a key word there. It says again. Not that we weren't entangled. Not that we have not sinned. Not that unfortunately we won't sin in the future because we will. Mm-hmm. Um, but we have to understand that we are free and Christ made us free. Mm-hmm. Okay. And we fast forward to, uh, to verse 13 and it says, For you, brethren, have been called to liberty. Only do not use liberty as an opportunity for the flesh, but through, here's that word I talked about earlier, love, serve one another. For all the laws fulfilled in one word, even in this, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. You know, I was fortunate enough to share this particular verse uh, in a devotion recently. So I did some kind of like some research and was even looking at, you know, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. When we when we think about how our how our nation was created, this is one of the founding principles mm-hmm. was that we should love our neighbor as ourself. Mm-hmm. Um, when, when they were writing the, um, the documents to form our country, 
like we mentioned earlier, they prayed, they read scripture, uh, and, and they even had Bible studies, but they understood the importance of holding true to God's word, mm -hmm. God's protection, and then really what the basis of freedom was going to be mm -hmm. when they created this, this country. Right. So, so much so that they interwoven freedom and Jesus and God within the fabric of our country. Mm -hmm. Right. And you could see that it, once that thread was being pulled, like the whole entire, you know, foundation of our country is being unraveled mm -hmm. because people are, are pulling it. Right. You can't say you can't pray in school. What are you talking about? Yeah. Right. You, you can't do the Pledge of Allegiance. It says God in it. Yeah. You, you know, mm -hmm. you can't you, you can't gather and, and do Bible studies at school. And, you know, you, you start you know, blending that in to generation after generation after generation. Mm. And you mentioned earlier how when we were kids, we looked at things different, but we still understood like that that flag meant something. Right. You know, far be it, you know, when we were kids, if we saw somebody burning a flag, we knew it was wrong and they were going to have a problem. And mm. even though we were kids and we were anarchists, yeah. we I still was, knew that what you were doing, was wrong. Do you're not going to do that. Yeah. That is not going to happen. Mm. Dude, I, I don't know how it was last year. I think I never disrespected the flag or, or disrespected church grounds. Dude, that's a great point <laughs> Those too. Are two things that yeah. are in touch. Right. Yeah. Like we would, we would skate and ride anywhere, but w nobody ever did it on a church. No. We do it at school. Yeah, for sure. We do it at schools, all right? Parking lots, right? You <laughs> yeah. know, gas stations, whatever you got. Yeah. Right. But Not we, you're, that's a great point, Nick. That's mm -hmm. a fantastic point because we respected those things. Yeah. And you know, as that, as that, as that thread is being pulled, and, you know, we we're, we're, we're putting that freedom that we were given and created in from a country and we start putting that in a box on just on a church campus. Mm. And you can't say anything outside of that, by the way, you know, don't don't be too loud. <laughs> you know, don't 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 worship. Right. You know what I mean? Like when you start putting governors on that, mm. like watch out, you know, if this was one nation under God and you just kick God out or even one nation. I'm sorry. Yeah, I went on one division right there. Yeah, yeah, and it's it, it, as you were talking, it gave me the mental picture of Jenga. So, like, if mm. you're playing Jenga, the last thing you're gonna want to do is keep pulling from the bottom of it, especially the higher the stack is, because the more top heavy it becomes and the easier it falls. Mm -hmm. Correct. So, if the the what's the first and greatest commandment? Mm -hmm. My favorite Bible verses. Come on, Nick. So, if we're to call, if we're called to love God. Mm -hmm. And then love others. Mm -hmm. So that's the foundation of freedom is loving God because he's going to give us that freedom. We're called to freedom even. It says in 513, right? You just mm -hmm. read that. So we're called to freedom in Christ. So if, if our foundation of our freedom is based on God's word, that's the bottom pieces of the Jenga pile. Mm -hmm. And then the founding fathers go on to create the, the Bill of Rights. Mm -hmm. And the First Amendment, the first right is based off of freedom of religion mm -hmm. your freedom to gather and assemble and believe in what you are to believe in and yes at that point you would have been believing in god because at that point the most like unbelieving person still knew the bible probably better than our best the you know theologians nowadays you know like just to be mm -hmm. honest like because they mm -hmm. that was a book they read always and it was something they they, you know, found, based their family and foundation on was right. God's word because that's what 
it was, you know, it just, it was mm. different times than it is nowadays. So it's, you got to also take that into context and, and, you know, the people that do even try to like call thing you know, people in the past bad because of what they did or have, they, they tend to not keep it within context as well, within what mm. the times were and what they were, you know, what everybody was doing. And then even to the fact of our country being one of the first ones to abolish the things that people hate the most nowadays, you know, like I say, even on racism, you mm-hmm. know, like our, the United States of America was one of the first countries to get rid of that, to make that illegal. And people want to just say, oh, no, the founding fathers were evil because they had slaves. And it's like, actually, that's just what happened back then. Yeah. And then they slowly but surely, because they based everything on loving God and loving others, they mm-hmm. learned that everyone's created equal and we need to get rid of this. Mm-hmm. And they had to, I mean, a civil war happened because of it. A division of the country happened to where mm-hmm. they had to fight and brother fought against a brother because of that evil, yeah. that abolishment of slavery. And look at what happened. And and then now, you know, people that fought to free those types of things or for their freedom now are fully disrespected by people that just kind of stomp all over their graves, bringing up things or kind of inflaming things for purpose of gain on their part or um, a, a, a quote unquote, uh, you know, revolution of some sort or mm. even the definition of, of, when an abolish uh, what an abolitionist means nowadays, and I'm just like, man, the, the, our our country is so spoiled and so ungrateful mm-hmm. that we're just stomping all over what people did and set up, and the reason you even have the freedom to talk about what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. You you don't, the, the only reason you have the ability to go on those rants and give your feelings and opinions on mm-hmm. things is because of the First Amendment. Mm-hmm. You don't have the you know it's just people are spoiled. So, but yeah, so maybe spoiled is not the right word. Maybe it's more of just a, like an unknowing, um, like a not being dumb, but just like never been taught it because these oh, no, things. We're, we're spoiled. Yeah, well, I mean, we are, especially, you know, I, I, that'll go like a whole nother left turn there because California in general is really spoiled, in my opinion. No, we're not, but <laughs> we're a mess. We are a mess. We're not even spoiled anymore. We, we're on restriction right Weather-wise, now. Weather wise, we're spoiled. Weather wise, we're spoiled. We get, you know, nice weather all the time. But. Restriction. We, um, I feel like a lot of society just believes what they see. So, like, if all they're seeing is social media, for example, mm. or news in general, they they will just be fed what the people want to feed them. Mm. So then they're not going to get real history. They're not going to get like I was even talking to uh, my brother-in-law and father-in-law. I was like, man, it's crazy. You can't just like turn something educational on or uplifting about, like, say, the country or what was it was built on, founded on anything like nothing, no TV shows or no edu- There's nothing like that on TV anymore. It's all just kind of amused, you know, entertainment, like just kind of dumb stuff, the stuff that actually probably makes you dumber by watching it. Or amused. Like a, a yeah, like a, you know, like a reality TV show or, a, you know, Phineas and Ferb <laughs> shout out to Isaac. Cause that's his guilty pleasure, but it's the <laughs> dumbest show ever. Like it, it, I tell him, I was like, I think it actually makes you dumber by watching this. Cause, yeah. Like, when I ask you a question, you're like, what? Like, yeah. Yeah. But anyways, mm. th- so I feel like that is what people get fed all day long. So there's no way for them to know what the country is built on because that means they would have to actually like put an effort into looking for that information. Mm. That's too much work. That's too much effort. So they just do the easy stuff, you mm-hmm. know, video games, social media, 
TV, movies, yeah, movies, you know, TV, like like shows, that. right? Show, Just yeah. binge watching shows. Which now those are all purposely driven in certain directions by the people that make them. Now. Right. It's not for entertainment only purpose, like they want to say. They all have some sort of something behind it. Now. There's a message. There's definitely. I don't want to say agenda because I feel like that word just gets thrown out there a lot and i don't want to yeah but but there is everybody has a purpose for making what they're making now Mm -hmm. and it's not just entertainment there's some sort of backstory to it Mm -hmm. and something they're trying to tell or sell you yeah look at disney right you know disney disney had that agenda for 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 quite a while didn't didn't necessarily claim it publicly but you Mm -hmm. You could see it if you watch their their movies, their mm-hmm. shows. You, you go to their parks. Um, you could see that agenda. You know, it it slowly migrated, mm. and then it you know they, just, they yeah they just <laughs> they just went like pedal to the metal right yeah. and just floored and said, guess what we're doing? Yeah, and everybody said, <gasps> we already knew. Yeah, <laughs> we saw that coming. Yeah. <laughs> we already knew. we already knew. You're not fooling anybody. <laughs> But you're 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 absolutely right, especially from a from a from a freedom standpoint. Because even as you were you were talking, I was I was thinking about like how how people view their freedom. I'm free to watch whatever I want. I could watch whatever shows I want. I could do whatever whatever I want. Mm-hmm. That that what you consume becomes part of you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like you are what you eat, right? But you you are you also are what you what you consume, like yeah. what you, what you, what Ingest. you take in. Yeah. 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 You know, what you take in and you, you, you brought up a great point about, you know, the message behind what you're watching or doing. And we, even as Christians have to be mindful about what we intake, mm. you know, because the enemy has a stronghold on, in so many places and so many mediums and so many avenues, you know, I know, I know these are like hot topic things, but the whole Twitter and, 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 and Elon Musk thing where, you know, his his desire is just to honor what this country freedom of speech. Yes, yeah, it's gonna be. Yeah. And, you know, it's just it it's quite interesting the battles that are taking place yeah. to keep him from doing that. You know, and when you when you think about the messages and uh and, and what freedom we have, like you can you can really see freedom being attacked from different angles. Mm. And if it's being attacked, like we do have to kind of ask ourselves, and I'm not talking about Twitter and I'm not talking about Disney. I'm talking about everything in life Mm. um, that we do have to ask ourselves. Well, if this is of the Lord and it's freedom in Christ, then we should stand fast. Mm. If it's not of the Lord and it's not a freedom of Christ, that's the enemies. And we could just rebuke it and walk away. Mm -hmm. Right. But we, we do have to we do have to stand fast in those things um, because, you know, where where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. Mm. Um, so I want to read Second Corinthians, chapter three, verses 17 through 18. Um, and, and definitely want to uh, encourage anybody, if you know our brother Ron Castro, uh, you need to ask him to 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 recite these verses because he, he, he these are his verses and he does an amazing job. Really? Like every time I read this, I think of him. <laughs> um, it says, Now the Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit is, the Lord is. There is liberty. But we all, with unveiled face, beholding as in a mirror the glory of the Lord, are being transformed into the same image from glory to glory, just as 
by the Spirit of the Lord. Mm. Our transformation can only take place when we are looking at Him and seeking Him. It cannot happen if you're looking at anything else or not seeking Him. And we have to be mindful that if we're free in Christ, then we should look to Christ for our freedom. We shouldn't say, I'm free in Christ, so I can do this. Mm -hmm. That You just turned away from the Lord. Right. Right. Your mm -hmm. freedom has to be in Christ. Basically, and this is going to be a little bit uh, convicting for, for it was for me as I was thinking about it. But for all of us is, are we willing to take Christ to those freedoms that we are claiming? Mm -hmm. Are we willing to say in Jesus name? Mm -hmm. Right. And then do what we're doing and then close it in Jesus name. Yeah. Or just say that Jesus hold my hand while I do this. Do you, yeah. do you think he wants to go where you're going right now? Do you think he wants to watch what you're watching? Do you think he wants to do what you're doing? Yeah. Think about that, right? Because what he did on the cross was for eternity and that includes everything in between from now until then. Yeah. Right? So we have to be mindful of that. Mm. But that freedom that we have has has to be um protected by our intentions, right? Because that's what convolutes it. <laughs> and makes it wrong and, and and degradates society is those little compromises that we make um, because we claim that we're free. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's your, your faith in the, the moral you live by could be different because you could say one thing, but do another. So like if you're saying you're free, but then you're living in bondage, mm. you're not really free, right? I mean, it's just a mental thing at that point. That's why you love God with your heart, mind, and soul. It's mm -hmm. it's all those parts of you because we can be disconnected inside mm -hmm. our own self. That's where there's all this discontentment in general with people because they're so disconnected, even within their heart to brain, or mm -hmm. you know, the heart to brain ratio. Like they're just their heart's in it, but their brain's not, or vice versa. You know, because they're thinking about something else, but their body's doing something completely different you know mm -hmm. so it, it uh galatians 5 13 does say it the best that like we you know because we're free you don't use that to satisfy the sinful nature and if we're like second corinthians three seventeen says for the lord is the spirit wherever the spirit of the lord there is there's liberty or freedom mm -hmm. you know that we're called to do to use that jesus filter in all things because like you said, if we're saying we're free, but then yet trying to like, you know, pull Jesus over to this thing that, you know, is our little pet sin or whatever it may be, mm. we're really not free at that point. Because can you really do that? Can you really walk Jesus into that situation and not feel convicted? Because mm. if you don't, then I wouldn't say you're walking in the spirit at all, <laughs> you know, at that point, because you're just kind of doing your own thing you're you're walking in self at that point <laughs> right <laughs> and it's you know our freedom can be abused because of our sinful nature mm. and we can actually abuse it without knowing it sometimes mm -hmm. but that's where that conviction has to come in when you're connected to jesus so if you're reading his word if you're praying if you're fellowshipping, you're serving, you're attending, you know, you're not forsaking any of those fundamentals to being a Christian, to being a believer, he he's going to lead you to things that give you those freedoms to do things that he's allowed. And he's like, you know, given you, called mm -hmm. you to like the call to freedom in, in 513 that he talks about is that is that freedom to walk in his path or mm -hmm. on his path, because that's the only place there's going to be freedom. 
everything else, you're going to run into closed doors, locked gates, mm. chains. From a freedom perspective, <laughs> yeah, right? Seriously, you know, that's that's something that we probably as a country don't celebrate or talk about enough. Um, and you, we, we've talked about it, you know, not only on this podcast, but several others, how there's been, you know, like I mentioned that word degradation of our of our recognition of where our founding fathers created this and what freedom is mm-hmm. and then how much Christianity had to do with what we're calling freedom today. But at the same time, we are like just killing it, mm-hmm. ruining it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it's and definitely tainting it for sure. Yeah. <clears throat> and I don't, I don't mean that as like, there's a no hope type of um, comment. I just mean that we have to be very careful. We have to be very, very careful. Tread lightly. Yeah. Um, so I, I wanted to share Second Corinthians um, chapter 4, verses 1 through 6. Because it says, therefore, since we have this ministry, as we have received mercy, we do not lose heart. But we have renounced the hidden things of shame, not walking in craftiness, nor handling the word of God deceitfully, but by the manifestation of the truth, commending ourselves to every man's conscience in the sight of God. But even if our gospel is veiled, it is veiled to those who are perishing, whose minds of the God of this age has blinded, who do not believe, lest the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God should should shine on them. For we do not preach ourselves, get this, but Christ Jesus the Lord, and ourselves as your bondservants for Jesus' sake. For it is the God it for it is the God who commanded the light to shine out of the darkness, who has shown in our hearts to give the light of knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. If we could just keep our eyes affixed on Jesus and the light that he provides, then we don't have to worry about any other darkness. We don't have to worry about any other what people would so-called freedoms. And we don't have to worry about mm-hmm. attacks from the enemy because we're facing the right way. Our eyes are affixed on him, solely focusing on him for our salvation and nothing else. Mm-hmm. We need rest. We get it from Jesus. We need peace. We get it from Jesus. We need love. We get it from Jesus. Mm-hmm. Anything else is of the enemy. And we have to be very mindful of the, uh, like I was mentioning, the degradation of society so that we don't begin to accept and follow the wrong person. Yeah, and that's easy. That's easy to get caught up on. Like, mm. because, you know, just looking at uh, the things that we're thrown at or things that are thrown at us every single day, it tries to draw our attention away mm-hmm. from every every anything you want to say you can leave your house and be like today i'm just going to serve jesus and everything and then you get down the street and the, <laughs> the enemy's already like got like five detours in front mm-hmm. of you we're like what in the world like all i want to do is serve jesus and mm-hmm. then i got to deal with all this stuff you know and it's that's typical you know that's that's the, the enemy's trying to you know he tries to trip up and if he's not trying to trip you up maybe you know you might have to <laughs> question if you're even on the right <laughs> path in the first place <laughs> right because the the enemy doesn't like when when we are um moving towards god's will if we are 
if we're seeking him and walking in his light, the, the enemy will do whatever he can to try to distract us. And he uses this whole system, this whole world system to do it. But like you said, we don't want to make it seem like there's no hope because we do have a hope. We mm -hmm. have the only hope. And to, to be able to look at it from that filter, like to know that, yes, things are crazy. Yes, we don't know what some person may do. But what we do know is that we have truth and it's set us free. Mm. So that's a hope that we have something to look forward to. Watch out. So, you know, to, so to me and, and yeah, that's, that's a lot of, that's a lot to do with mindset. Mm. You know, your heart has to believe that mm -hmm. you have to walk in that, but you have to have the mindset to tell it that you constantly renew your mind in his word. Cause you got to wash it. Cause this, this yeah. world just, you know, it's filthy. We made the, we were talking about flying, you know, mm -hmm. and how the recycled air and how it dries you out causes sickness mm -hmm. but what keeps you from that is just drinking water mm -hmm. so i'm just like yeah that's god that's the living water like we we're gonna have filth in this recycled air this world system that nothing new you know it's all the same resetting itself but if we have the living water we're able to one maneuver through it without getting sick but then also be able to share with others why we even have that ability to do so mm. and that's that you know that's that being that light and where that comes from, right? Yeah. So you you said about the word making us free, mm -hmm. right? John chapter eight, uh, verses thirty one through thirty six, mm -hmm. um, is one of the one of the one of the better por portions of scripture to support that. Um, but something that we should you know really meditate on, even as we talk about this subject. Um, so it says, then Jesus said to those Jews who believed him, "If you abide in my word." You are my disciples indeed, and you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. They answered him, We are Abraham's descendants and have never been in bondage to anyone. How can you say you will be made free? Jesus answered them, Most assuredly I say to you, whoever commits sin is a slave of sin, and a slave does not abide in the house forever, but a son abides forever. Therefore, if the sun makes you free, you shall be free indeed. And you could see how Jesus set them up mm -hmm. so that they would claim mm -hmm. that they were Abraham's descendants, right? We're free. Yeah. We're good. We abide. We followed these laws, right? Yeah. We're good to go. And Jesus was like, oh, what about sin? Yeah. Right? And I, I, I appreciate this because Jesus kind of steps them from the sin to the sun mm. right yeah and he said oh you could be free and they're like yeah we're free we're good but do you have the sun yeah great we just put the old testament to bed now do you have the sun mm. do you have the sun and that's something we have to ask ourselves and you were just saying about being made free and how important you know that is for us to recognize but not to abuse right mm. but also we have to be mindful that you know jesus makes us free our sin keeps us in bondage mm. and that that sin and that bondage is something that will continue to consume our lives if we don't yield it over right yeah and it, it uh <clears throat> i don't know why i was thinking this but it it it, it kind of gave me the impression that you know there there are people in america that will say they're free because they're in america mm -hmm. 
And then there are people that will say that they're freer than the other side because they believe in a conservative side of things mm. or they think they're right because they're able to speak their mind from their opinion. When in reality, no matter what side you're fighting for, the right or the left, you still aren't free until you get right vertically. You yeah. know, that horizontal plane's never going to be a free walk until you get right with the sun first. Mm -hmm. And it's crazy you said that because if you, he, he changed the sun or the, he changed sin to sun, mm -hmm. right? And he removed I. Mm hmm. Like he, so he removed self from it. Mm -hmm. it, it. So like, it just proves right there. Like you can remove the human self and put the deity. Yeah. Crazy. Right. Like, yeah. It's like, it's actually kind of eye opening where it's like, man, he changed one letter and a word and like washed us with it in, in a way that like we could be caught up in self thinking that we're self-righteous because we voted Republican or because we, you know, think we're a good person mm -hmm. because we follow the law but that's what galatians 5 1 through 13 is talking about that the difference of following the law and how it's not gonna make you free the law can't it can't it can't set you free it actually just sets you up to know that how sinful you are the law actually just shows how bad you are and how much you need a savior mm -hmm. and how much you need of a, of a washing because you are wrong in so many different ways because people be like I, I don't think i sin like well yeah keep walking like we talked about yeah. on the on the the last episode right you know ray comfort walk walk that lady through what she exactly. thought she was a good person exactly. like, oh, have you lied okay, yeah so what is that you're a lie like we all we yeah. all sin right we are all filthy <laughs> yes and we need a cleansing and the only thing that cleanses us and the only thing that sets us free from that filth is is god's word and it's jesus mm -hmm. And thank God for these, you know, these truths and these promises like that. John 8, 31 through 36. And it ends with this. So if the sun sets you free, you are truly free or you're free indeed. Free and indeed. what a like, what a promise. Because if you can make that your mindset, you can actually walk that way mm -hmm. and not let fear oversight. And like the, the love of the sun will expel all that mm -hmm. fear. Wow. Um, the, the one thing that I think it's important for us to, to truly grasp and keep our eyes on is that like the world is wicked and freedom is going to be abused, but it's also important for us just to have that, that focus, mm -hmm. um, because religious freedom in title can be very, very polarizing. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, religion in itself can be can be polarizing, but don't mistake what we're talking about. We're talking about faith in Jesus, mm -hmm. and that's that's where the freedom is going to come from. Mm -hmm. So, you know, when when we seek to share the gospel message, it can only be predicated on that. You know, when we start calling out people's sins, you know, that one finger that we're pointing at somebody else, there's there's three more coming right back at you. <laughs> yep. You know what I mean? We have to be <laughs> seriously. We got to be careful about how 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 we share this um you know because of that because the enemy's looking for opportunities to make christians look bad and there's enough people that are obliging to that right now that are that are making christians look bad mm. so i wanted to close with with this portion of scripture 
um, because you know this is this is one of my favorites. I, I feel like I always say that, but maybe because it's true. What? <laughs> um, but because of what it says, Ephesians chapter four, verses one through six. I therefore, the prisoner of the Lord, beseech you to walk worthy of the calling which you were called, with all lowliness and gentleness, with long suffering, bearing with one another in love, endeavoring to keep the unity of the spirit of the bond of peace. There is one body and one spirit, just as you were called, and one hope of your calling, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all, who is above all, and through all, and in you all. It didn't say two. Hmm. It didn't say three. Hmm. There's only one. Yeah. There's only one. And that's our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Called to one glorious hope for the future. What a, like, verse four is awesome. Like that. that well, yeah, true. But verse four is just like, it just stood out to me right now when you're reading it. I was just like, wow, like that, that's exactly what we're talking about. Like that freedom is that, and that hope is focused on, on him, that future yeah. that he's given us, promised us. And, mm-hmm. and then, you know, even the start of those verses to, you know, to, to walk worthy of your calling, you know, be humble and gentle, patient with others. Like, man, if we all lived that way, if we all did that, would be good. It'd be a different place for sure. Yeah. And people will try to say that that's, you know, cliche or like unreal, but it's more realistic than defunding the police. Yeah. It's more realistic than, you know, like those, I mean, seriously, like those things that people say are like things to fix things Mm -hmm. or the, the, the abolitionists that think that removing jails and court systems and all this stuff is the way to fix things is wrong. It's like, actually, no, we just have to love God and love others. Yeah. And things would change. They would. Immediately. Yeah. Because you would not be so bitter towards people. You mm. would not be so judgmental towards people. Mm. You would actually look at people with a different v- vision. Like you mm. would look at them with love rather than hate. Because... Mm. If you're loving God, there's no way you're going to hate your brother. Because actually, there's verses in First John that say that there's no way you can say you love God and then right. not love your brother. Right. It's impossible. Right. It doesn't work. And vice versa. You know? So I've, I'll finish with Hebrews <clears throat> 10, 23 through 25, because one of the things that we need to not forsake and not uh, take for granted is that assembly and gathering is, as believers, because... Um, the the world and the and the enemy wants to uh, isolate us because that's the it's the easier way to attack us is, is if we're singles. Um, so gathering together and letting the world know that uh, we're not afraid because we have Jesus and we have a hope to look forward to and be willing to share that with others as well. So Hebrews ten. Started 23 says, let us hold tightly without wavering to the hope we affirm for God can be trusted to keep his promise. Let us think of ways to motivate one another to acts of love and good works. And let us not neglect our meeting together as some people do, but encourage one another, especially now that the day of his return is drawing near. And that's, you know, hold, hold tightly to that hope. That's, that's, that that's the, the foundation of our freedom is the, the liberty that God's given us through his son, that mm. freedom that he's given us, that grace, that, that free gift. But don't be a taker. Mm. Receive it and give it, right? Amen. Give it to our other brothers. Let us not 
What does it say? It says, let us think of ways to motivate one another to acts of love and good works. That doesn't say tear them down. It says motivate them, mm. love them, show them how to love by loving. Mm. So let us sit on that foundation of Christ's love and give it to others and we'll be free. Amen. Amen. And uh, freedom, true freedom requires sacrifice. Amen. True freedom requires sacrifice. So if you want to be free, we have to look at what was sacrificed for that freedom. If you want to truly harness and capture it, that's something that we have to be mindful of. And if you can't, then that means you have to sacrifice. Mm. Let's, let's pray. On that note, let's pray. Uh, dear Jesus, Just I just thank you for today. I thank you for this discussion and, and uh, the freedoms we do have. Um, first and foremost, the freedoms in you and, and the ability to to be able to to, to look forward to a, a hope that that glorious hope the the hope of um eternity with you and i just thank you for um that light at the end of the tunnel lord and i pray that as we walk uh towards you and that as you reveal yourself to us we uh that we found uh that we're found uh, worthy of our calling lord and that we're obedient to to walk in your freedom and not take that for granted and not abuse uh, the grace and and liberty that you've given us and uh, i pray that we are living examples of that freedom and that we uh, give off a witness of you uh, a witness of love that uh, doesn't give off the judgmental or the harsh feelings towards others even the ones that are unbelieving or uh, even the ones that are hard to love lord i pray that you give us a, a soft heart to to lead with love first and to 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 use words later, Lord. I pray that you give us ears to hear and and uh, minds uh, open and hearts uh, soft to to encourage, but also uh, receive those those that don't believe in a way that uh, we can encourage them and motivate them to to love you and and to to do those good works that you've called them to to do, Lord. As your uh, your salvation, your good news is is for everybody, not just for uh, those that believe now, even the unbelievers that. Uh, need you. Those are the ones that uh, you've put in our past, and I pray that we are used uh, for your glory. And we thank you. We love you. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. And don't forget, Jesus loves you, and so do we. Thank you for listening to the Preserve and Illuminate podcast. We hope and pray this episode has brightened up your day. We appreciate you, and if possible, please post or share with anyone that may also enjoy our podcast. God bless.